Day. Uh, any birthdays or anniversaries? I don't see any on the uh, prayer list. Has anybody got a birthday or an anniversary this week? I have a one year anniversary. Okay. With me and Lala, we've been together all the same days of the whole year. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've been married seven years. Our anniversary was June 14th. June the 14th. Wow. So, how many years? Seven. Yeah, amen. Seven years. Got a year and seven years. Any other? AJ's birthday is today. Huh? AJ's five. Yeah. AJ's birthday is today, and he's five. So we're going to sing happy birthday, and for those of you that are having anniversaries, just take this as an anniversary song. So, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, God bless you, happy birthday to you. Our next hymn is... 337, 337. God our Father, we adore thee. Lord God, we love you and we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for our many mercies and blessings that you've bestowed upon this week. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for us. Lord, we ask that you bless this time we have together as we honor you in worship today, uh, our Father, our own Father's Day. Lord, we love you. We know that you're in control of all of this, and we just ask you that what happens here today will be pleasing to your ears. Lord, that will be a sweet smell to you, and may you fill this place with your spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Um, We have a playground event that we need to get, or a playground that we need to get dedicated and we need to plan an event. Uh, so we need to probably, and all realistically, it'll be sometime after the 4th. Um, also, uh, I know most folks don't, under, don't understand how things work, but the 4th of July is the first Sunday of the new quarter. Usually we do communion on the first Sunday of the quarter and we have a business meeting on Wednesday. We're going to push that back a, at least a week uh, 
for people being on vacation and that way we'll have time to to get everything prepared and done so uh, and then we will have a business meeting the following Wednesday uh, just so you know the air conditioner back here is out and it will be replaced this week uh, so things will be going along are there any other announcements we still have the Christian literature drive going we have the food bank in the back back there with non-perishable foods and we have the uh, life care pregnancy center happening in here also are there any other announcements or praises and prayer requests okay okay thank you all right Thank you very much, ladies. Uh, men, exit out that door there to go out of the church. Uh, they have a uh, gift for the fathers. And so uh, we thank you. Uh, it being Father's Day, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing day. But anyway, any other praises, prayer requests? Uh, my daughter and his wife lost the baby. They lost the baby? Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, gosh, I hate Any others? I got hands everywhere. Go ahead. Last week when I returned, I was a bit overwhelmed by all the outpouring of love, prayers, and well wishes. And I didn't get around to thank each and every one of you for your blessings. Thank you. and prayer requests we're not supposed to make the pastor cry <laughs> any other praises and prayers I'd like to thank the people in the church for all they do for us and we know the gardens amen good to John this is a note for this morning there was a couple
the praise really um, the life group. Um, we have the praise that the life group is going well, and they appreciate our prayers. Um, and that's a praise too for for us, but we praise them for what they do. Last but not least, um, the Walker is improving, um, and we pray that um, pray pray in um, praise for Walker and her. AJ. AJ is off oxygen. AJ is off oxygen. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the prayer. Amen. Continue to pray for AJ so he'll stay out, that the medicine works and he'll improve and stay out of the hospital. So continue to pray for baby AJ. Um, how's Drew? Have you heard? He's coming home July 16th. July 16th. The Drew and them's coming home. Is that, have you heard from Tanner? Uh, yeah, he's still due to come back in January. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll pray for his speedy recovery. I, 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 it is, it is, didn't he have a kidney stone? Yes. Um, don't have a stone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, continue to pray for Tanner and Drew and those that are deployed. Are there any others? Thank you, Father, our Father in heaven. Uh, just for If you're a man, go out that way. Um, and and since how we're in today's society, if you think you might be a man, you can. Uh, uh, anyway, I, I couldn't help myself. Uh, but it, we're mixed up. We're very, the, the society out there is very mixed up. Um, any other praises and prayer requests? Father God, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for all of those that were lifted up. Lord, we thank you for those who've had struggles and are coming to the realization that the only way to face them and to go through them is with you. Uh, Lord, we, we praise you for all that you do and the activities that you are involved in in our lives. And Lord, how we can step back and look and see where your hand has been on us. And Lord, we we try to look forward tomorrow. 
Today we need to concentrate on the things that are in front of us today. Lord, I ask that you grant us the ability going forward to see the things today through the lenses of your glasses so we can see those that are struggling, that need a hug, those that need a good kind word, those that need clothes, those that need food, uh, those that just need some encouragement, some that just need an ear to listen. Lord, make us those kind of people. Make us those followers of you. Lord, I ask that you bless this time we have here together. That those that are facing surgeries and those that are grieving through loss of family and Lord, those that are, uh, are deployed and it, that spectrum, that run the spectrum, that need you. We ask you, Lord, to meet them where they are. Provide what they need right now. For your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our operatory hymn is 456. 456. How firm a foundation. have your Bibles, if you will turn to Deuteronomy chapter 6. Um, it's Father's Day, and it's been on my mind all week as I reminisced about my father, and, and then I think about those folks who, for whatever reason, didn't have 
the relationship with their father that I have with mine. And uh, they're not realizing, you know, God has placed each one of us with the fathers that we had for a purpose. Who we are today is a result of that, whether it's we had a father that we could delight in or whether we had a father that uh, spurned us or whatever. Um, but the task still became becomes the same. Um, and before we close today, I'm going to have an opportunity for people who would like to make a statement about their father to be able to do so. Um, I'm going to be in verse 6 uh, of Deuteronomy. It says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God. Well, excuse me, that's verse 5. Well, we'll start there. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy, and all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach, thee, teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk to them when thou sittest in the thine house and when thou wakest or walkest by the way and when thou lays down and when thou risest up and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy head and they shall be uh, as frontals uh, between thine eyes and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gate. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and godly cities, or goodly cities, which thou buildest not. Let's pray. Father God, I love you and I thank you for this. Lord, I thank you for the ability on Father's Day to be able to stand here, not only honor my Father, but all the other fathers in this world and also, Lord, my Heavenly Father. Lord, you are in control. You're the Father of all fathers. You're the giver of good gifts and graces. All we have, Lord, is because of you and you alone. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Father's Day is a hard, it's a hard subject to prepare for. Mother's Day seems to be a lot easier, but dads, we just don't catch it like the ladies do. You know, we, we're not as thought after like the ladies are, not to be ugly or anything like that, but, you know, our moms carried us for nine months. There's a bond there that that was existed and that was forged prior to our breathing our first breath. Moms are moms. Even the bad moms are moms. And I, and I dare say, you know, and I, that's, a, that's a bad word, but some mothers are just not cut out to be mothers. And some dads just aren't cut out to be dads. You know, and um, anyway, for whatever reason, the good Lord's placed us where he placed us and it was not by mistake and it was for somehow our own good sometimes we may figure it out and sometimes we may go a lifetime and not know the answer to that until we stand before him but he meant well and everything that is meant for evil has turned to good through him everything and so it's kind of I found this interesting uh, in your studies and looking have you ever noticed that the orthodox Jews today you'll see them they have the hat and they will have the curls in their hair that run down in the beards and you look they got this box on their forehead strapped with a leather strap or either it is on their wrist and what that is is what he was talking about here it's called a Paralytes. It is a little wooden box, and they put scripture in it. Most of the time, it's this scripture, verses six through nine, that they carry in that box. And so, what it has become is a sign. And of course, in Jesus' time, the Jewish people based the practice of wearing these things uh, on this passage. And he scolded the Pharisees because their boxes kept getting bigger. 
and they kept getting things because they thought that the bigger the box, <laughs> the more spiritual they were. That's like when Jesus tells us to, you know, to go into our closet and pray. It's not where we're at and pray. It's make sure that we're not doing it for men to hear. For men to hear. When we take our when we take our petitions to the Lord, that's between us and Him. When we take our family corporate prayers to Him as a family, that's between us and Him. When we make a corporate prayer here, that's between this family, this congregation, and Him. It's not us standing up and praying so that when the service is over with, slap you on the back. Man, that's a great job. That was a great prayer. Yeah, somebody can tell you it was good, but that's not the purpose of it. Our prayers are for honoring Him and a sign of worship and trust. Fathers, it is our responsibilities to teach these to our children and our grandchildren. It is our job to write the Word of God on their hearts. It is our job to see that they get to a place in their lives where they can make a decision when Christ tugs their heart. It's our job. And when we stand before our Maker, and we will stand before our Maker, we're going to answer for this. Every dad is going to be responsible for the salvation of his offspring. And I'm going to tell you as a father who was blessed to see both of his children come to Christ and be baptized was a great day. I was beaming. If you can imagine me being any more prouder than I am today. Now, with that sense, when they turned 18 and they decided it was time for them to move on, I prayed them back to Jesus. I gave them back to him. They were 18. They were out of mine. My control, they were under his. They made some pretty good decisions and they made some bad ones. Of course, everyone here has made bad decisions. And now these years later, they are reconciling the mistakes that they've made with the Lord. And as a father, what more can you ask for? They make mistakes. They try your patience. You wind up dealing with a demon rather than the person that's your child. This is not the Father's Day message that I intended. This is the reality of my life. And now, all of a sudden, through the prayers and fervent prayers of a mother and a father, the demon is being cast out and away. And I'm starting to see and have relationship with my children that have been gone for years. And yes, it's exciting to watch, but it's also painful. And the other thing about that is in the back of my mind I still worry when they have a bad day the thoughts come to the foremost well have they gone back to the old way and you, you try not to let that influence the way you treat them but you have a system inside of you to protect your heart because it's been crushed Anyway, to get back, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. Um, it tells us to write them on the doorpost of our of our houses. God's word on the doorpost of our houses. Imagine that they had just witnessed. They had just witnessed God destroying angel come through and take the firstborn. And he put blood on the lintel and doorpost of the house. For years, that's why houses, the trim on the houses were painted red at the entry door. The other thing, the reason we have six panel doors on houses is because it's not the panels. The upper part where you got the two little lights or the two little sections and the longer sections creates a cross. The bottom part with the center down the middle 
represents the open Bible in the home. And so when those doors were hung on the entryways of homes, those six panel doors, it was letting people know that this is a Christian home that you're about to enter. That's where the six panel door comes from. Little things like that. Some father, our father, inspired some carpenter to come up with that motif for us. Look at the homes you enter today. Homes got six panel doors. The majority of the folks that are putting in their homes don't understand. They just think it's a six panel door. Our fathers have written these things in our hearts and our lives. Some of us, like me, I used to say when I was young, I had a, when I became a teenager, I had a drug problem. My dad used to drag me to church whether I wanted to go or not, but I thought I knew more. You ever heard of osmosis? You put them there, whether they're paying attention or not, it'll sink in. It'll sink in, and they'll return to it. That's just what we got to do. We got to make sure our children are hearing the Word of God. That's what we got to do. I remember this morning I was taking a shower and I was thinking about my dad and uh, I remember my aunt. Um, my dad passed. My dad was overseas and anyway before my dad passed, it was my dad. I, every other word out of my mouth seemed to be about my dad and my aunt Bless her heart, my mom's sister had a belly full. She said, just so you know, your dad isn't a saint. I said, just so you know, he's my dad. She never told me anything else. About, that was my dad. He was my hero, not hers. Some of us are blessed to have that. There's things I used to, I used to live for. Man, I used to live for getting up and going hunting. I, I mean, I had it bad. I had the truck, the dogs, the weapons, the clothes. The what? <laughs> well, I, I settled that when we started dating. I asked her before we started dating. I said, I deer hunt and have dogs. Do you have a problem? She said, no. I said, we'll get along fine. And we have. We've got along just fine. I no longer have the dogs. I no longer deer hunt. And we still get along just fine. <laughs> but those were the things I lived for because I would spend time with my dad. He passed. I don't, I don't think I've been hunting seven times since he's passed. I'm fixing to start back because I have two grandboys that want to hunt. And I want to sit them down and I want to spend time with them teaching them how to use firearms, teaching them how to recognize what's going on in God's creation, how to provide for themselves if they have to. It's been 30-some years since my dad passed. And uh, I'll tell you, at my house, stashed away in a secret place, I have a Ziploc bag with my dad's shirt in it. And whenever life gets real hard for me, real, real hard, and I feel like the whole world's crumbling down, I go dig that bag out and I open it up and I take a whiff because it's got my dad's scent on it. And from the time that I was a little boy until the time that he passed away, that was my safety, that smell. I'm 63 years old. And I still smell the scent of my dad to calm me down. Now, with that being said, I still hit my knees and wait for my Savior to guide me through too. And so, if you get an opportunity, grab a shirt of your father. One that he wears, his favorite shirt that he's not going to miss. Put it in a Ziploc bag and put it away for the tough times. For the tough times. 
You'd be surprised the comfort that comes from that. My message today was to be uplifted. And it is. Our fathers, regardless of who they are, have made us who we are. For whatever reason, we're their offspring. Did we do everything that they wanted us to do? I don't know. Did we carry the name on forward with honor? You know, name of a family is a, is a proud thing. Did we bring honor to our names? I hope so. I hope so. Our dads were our dads. We had no choice in it. Like the color of our skin, we had no choice. God made us that way. We don't get but one father. And we have to honor him and our mothers because that's the first commandment with a promise. And I'm going to tell you through a lot of prayer and a lot of understanding and a lot of talking to other people, sometimes the best way to honor your father and your mother if that relationship is not right is to honor them from a distance because if getting around them causes you to sin Honor them from a distance. It doesn't say that you have to go there to be the whipping boy or the whipping girl. It doesn't say that you have to go to your father and your mother and be put down and put around or kicked around. You're not a doormat for anybody. Christ did not save us to be a doormat. He saved us to be his brother and his sister. He saved us for His glory and a relationship with Him. And so that's what we do. We honor them in our lives. We will never know how much we've honored them. I don't think. We may know when we get to heaven. I don't know that it'll even matter then. But my dad always told me, remember who you are no matter where you go. Remember who you are no matter where you go. And so I strive to honor my heavenly father and I strive to honor my earthly father while he was on this earth. I've tried to uphold our family name. Sometimes I've done an excellent job. Other times not so good. Kind of like Jesus, every now and then I have to tell him, Lord, forgive me for dragging your name through the mud. We're human. God knows every one of our frailties. He knows every one of our emotions. He knows every one of our deep, dark secrets. He knows everything that goes through our mind and every action that we've taken. See, unlike some of the the other so-called gods, little g-gods. We serve the God who knows all, sees all, and is everywhere all the time. We've got a few minutes. I'm going to try to compose myself. And if any of you would like to... Uh, Say something about your father. Feel free. Now's the time. Floor is open. I want to say my dad. Um, sitting from here. It's, I don't know, maybe I'm 30, maybe I'm wrong now. But it's like I see you for not the superhero dad. Not who you couldn't be when things were struggling in my life. But like I see you for a dad. Like, and I see it because I see how my boyfriend is with my two nephews who adore him. And to me, that's nothing more than you sit back, you give people, you give people the material needed and tools in the toolbox, and then you have to let them figure it out. 
whether it's twisting and turns and there's hurt or there's sorrows or there's love, but a dad is, moms are going to step in every time and they're going to say, no, 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 and shield that and nurture that and try to keep you from hitting the boo-boos. The dad is going to let you get the boo-boos because those are the ones that teach you the lesson. Because if you never put your hand on a hot stove, how do you know it's going to burn you, you have to do trial and error, and the dads is the one that do the front part of their trial and error. They they get, well, you just don't get it the way mom does. You're not supposed to, because that's not what dads are there for. Dads are there to say, well, you know, I could told you it would work differently if you would have just done this. Or, you know, if you had to know that it was not going to work like that. But mom's going to say, oh, no, no, because you're going to get hurt. You know, and dads don't let you feel that hurt because the cuts and the bruises is what builds character and what teaches people how to love and treat other people. And so dad, you're right, dads don't get enough credit. They they get the grunt work. But for the first time, like I'm very appreciative for the grunt work put in my life. Hmm. <laughs> Any others? Dads do. <laughs> Any other? Go ahead, John. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember. I remember one Christmas, I, I mean, for a whole year, I was getting close to 16. So I'm going to buy me a Mustang. I'm going to buy me a Mustang. I'm going to buy me a Mustang. Christmas, a great big box opened it up. There was a set of keys and a matchbox Mustang. <laughs> he said, there you go, boy. I got your Mustang. <laughs> You know, so I said, well, what are the keys? He said, oh, I, look, I was looking for them, and he took them back. They were to his car. <laughs> but uh, it, that's, my dad was, uh, he was a funny guy. Uh, he, he carried on a lot. Uh, taught me how to be witty. Uh, you kind of had to be to hold your own. Um, but dads, are, that's what we do. Callers were there. Um, yeah, sometimes when you get those calls four or five o'clock in the morning and, you know, but you get up and you go. Um, any others want to share about their father? Go ahead, Dave. I miss my buddy. Every Wednesday, I miss him. Um, there's probably not a Wednesday goes by that we don't mention him, Wayne, at, at, at breakfast. Uh, <laughs> Dennis, your daddy was funny. Your daddy was a good man. Uh, there's a lot of men that, 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 that influenced my life along the way. Um, you know, coaches and uncles and uh, different men along the way. And, and even as I'm in my 50s and 60s, there were men who were shaping me. And they still are. Uh, your dad was one of them. I learned a lot from, from Wayne. I learned a lot from the guys I eat breakfast with every day. Terry learned a lot from Morris. And I learned a lot from Gary and Robert and Roger. Um, I learned. It's a learning experience. Um, you know, you're never too old to learn. Um, and, and when your dad, when your dad's gone, they're gone. Same as your mom. You know, they're they're two different. They're two different entities. Uh, the hard part about the mom is, my mom is gone. But physically, she's here. And uh, that's tough. That's tough. But I love her. And she's my mama. I love my dad. He's gone, you know. And uh, uh, God has blessed me through my life. Uh, we're here today. And, you know, we have, our earth, we have our earthly father who shaped us for whoever we are today. Some of us were shaped in spite of what we had. Other words, other of us were shaped because of what we had. But we have a heavenly Father who has changed our heart, softened it, caused us to love like we've never loved before, caused us to forgive like we've never forgave before, caused us to weep caused us to laugh caused us to have hope in the future caused us to have hope in today caused us to a better place even here is better because we're here imagine how terrible this place would be that we are set in if it weren't for Christians weren't for Christians any other Comments? Any other? Go ahead, Dave.
no others we'll uh we'll close in prayer and i will i will tell you today that if you need a heavenly father he's available altars open if you need to unload some baggage altars open if you need to just pray altars open or you can sit where you're at but I suggest today that if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, today be the day. Because we're not promised tomorrow. And like we said before, we don't want our eternity set. We don't want our eternity set by a mistake we've made. By not responding to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I love you. Lord, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you as being my father I thank you for allowing me Lord to uh, to maintain my composure to hear some things that I've longed to hear Lord I thank you for this time we have together today I pray that no matter who our fathers are or were that Lord we will honor them as best we can with our lives that we bring honor and glory not only to them but to you most of all Lord to you our heavenly father our creator our sustainer our provider in Jesus name I pray amen hymn number 594